When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. No music, no intro. Hashtag Saints Twitter podcast coming with another episode. Um, We're doing the preview show for the Panthers game a little early than we typically have in the past for our preview shows. Uh, I have a potential very busy work schedule the next couple of days that I don't know what my timing or how up to podcast I'm going to be this week. So Ryan and I are both free tonight uh, to preview the Saints and the Panthers. Um, well, before you even get to the game, like let's start with the news that came out today that Mayor Cottrell and the Saints agreed in regards to a plan to start letting fans um, in the stadium, in the Superdome for home games um, after the kind of, I don't know, negotiation tactics, posturing, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. That took place last week in terms of the whole Baton Rouge thing and playing at Tiger Stadium. So they are allowing fans um, starting this Sunday at the Panthers game. And then it's it's, it's starting like a, a small number. And if the numbers for COVID are still down, then the number throughout the year increases in terms of being people being able to go to the game. Uh, so I'm going to turn it to you. What are your thoughts on that just to start? I mean, you know, I mean, I guess, I mean, it, okay, it's like, what, 8,000 fans they're going to allow, so... I think it's six. I think it's 6,000. Oh, 6,000, yeah, see, mm-hmm. it's, it's, you know, it's a, you know, it, it won't make a difference as far as, you know, crowd noise or anything like that. It should be manageable as far as social distance, social distancing and, uh, you know, it, it's, a, it's just a good manageable start. It's just, you could tell... You can just tell from the whole thing. I don't think the Saints ever intended on playing in Baton Rouge. They just, they just really wanted to make this a an issue to bring the mayor and city hall into the forefront to kind of make a move on allowing anything in there. You know, any any. I know uh, it was reported that they were Saints were pushing a thirty five percent number, and that just wasn't going to happen. It just wasn't. So, I mean, I think it's a good start. You know, it's a good start, and we'll see how it goes. I mean, it, like, you know, we'll see. Like, <laughs> I mean, this thing here is is we are in uncharted territory, but tricky, like you said, man. you got a lot of – I mean, you got a lot of stadiums out there there's a lot of fans in. Yes, I know some of them are dome, but they have expandable roofs. I don't know how much of an impact that makes. I don't know how much of a difference that makes. Um, but, you know, New Orleans has been doing good. Like, Louisiana is doing – pretty good relative to the rest of the country because they just got hit so early with it mm-hmm. 
So, you know, you just you just got to kind of walk that tight rope because you don't want to blow it, you know. So it'll be interesting. But, I mean, I'm just personally, I'd be happy to just see some fans in there because, I don't know, it just kind of sucks just seeing the empty building. It's eerie, man. It's like it's like a scary movie. <laughs> it is. I don't. I don't like looking at it. I'm like, you know, it's just, it's just, I just. I hate the way it looks. I can't wait till this shit over with, bro. <laughs> I know, bro. Whenever, whenever it is, I just can't wait, man. Um. So when getting ready for the show, I, I kind of just quickly posted on Twitter. Um. I figured we we go answer some of these questions really quickly. Um. Before we talk, we get into like the the Panther you know, preview. Um, so I'm going to start off with our, our homeboy, Miguel, our first Patreon subscriber. Uh, shout out to the homie Miguel. So I'm going to start with his, with his question first on Twitter. Um, so I, I feel like I should like at, like put back the, the actual Twitter handle uh, at Mendel underscore Castro. You can follow Miguel on Twitter. So he asked, can the communication in the secondary improve because of the buy? Or can they only improve with live bullets? Also, and I think this was jokingly, also over under on how open Robbie Anderson will be in this game. Uh, we also got another Robbie, <laughs> another Robbie Anderson question later. So we'll, 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 we'll attack the Robbie Anderson thing when we get into the preview show. Um, but this, the, the thing with this, the secondary is, I don't know, man. Like, I, yeah. I, I'm not... I mean, I don't want to sound like a pessimist, but like, I'm not hopeful. And it's, I think the the most frustrating thing as a fan is we saw how they played in week one against, against the Bucks. I know, you know, that's Tom Brady's first game with the team, blah, blah, but they played really well. And then we saw how they played against the Lions when both of their starting cornerbacks were down. They were starting PJ and, and P-Rob. And like, you know, Detroit's offense wide receiver rise isn't something to sneeze at and they played a really good game and so it's it's like the it's like dr jekyll and mr hyde like you have that and then you have the packers game and then you have the chargers game the oh. the raiders game wasn't terrible but there's still a lot of bad defensive penalties that like i, I just i don't know which i don't know what saints defense secondary we're, we're gonna get it just depends on the game i have no clue i can't like that's my yeah. answer yeah, I mean, straight up, and the worst part about it is your supposed dogs and best players haven't played great. So it's like Marshawn Lattimore, you want him to play great. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Malcolm Jenkins, who, you know, has played good in sports. I see him getting a lot of heat on Twitter. I was like, yeah, I mean, it's not like the dude playing bad. He had, you know, a couple bad, had a bad game here and there, but. You know, Malcolm Jenkins has been – he hasn't been a problem. I'll put it like that. Yeah, but, but, besides, but besides the Oakland game. Said, yeah, but that said, it's like when you bring him in, you're thinking, okay, he played all these snaps, doesn't miss a snap. You know, a quarterback of the defense is like, okay, where's that <laughs> impact? You know what I'm saying? Where's yeah. that communication? Because I, I know because, that was something that was really hammered home with him being brought back and, and why they brought him back in – and got yeah. rid of Vaughn was because of all the communication issues that the secondary has experienced over the years. It's, 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 it's I feel like it's, the, it's like, it's worse. It's worse. It's regressed. Yeah. <laughs> it's regressed, bro. Like you didn't see it at this level with Von Bell. I mean, Marcus Williams from a communication standpoint has taken a horrible decline. Like he has been so out of position getting sucked in on, on, on play action 
eyes in a you know eyes in a backfield, eyes bad on a receiver. Every, every everyone Everybody in the secondary got bad bad eyes. And bad so when we eyes, all of them. And when we and it's funny too because um we my my girl was here this past weekend. We we're watching Red Zone, and I was watching. I forgot what game I was watching, and I said, "Man, like they have bad eyes." So you had to like explain what bad eyes is it's like. As a sec, when you're in the secondary, if you're so focused on like the run game, or if you're looking at the quarterback or looking for like at the play action, and your eyes are getting sucked into the play, that right receiver that you're supposed to be guarding is gone. And we've seen that so many times over and over again with the secondary. A lot of it has to do with like when we when we look at the Green Bay game, the the kind of the the offense that they run and that the stretch play and the rollout. So. It stresses the defense, but it's, I mean, the Chargers game, we, we saw it as well. So it's just bad Everybody. eyes. Um, it's been CJ, it's been CJ going to Johnson. He got caught a couple times. Uh, Lattimore, you know, Janora Jenkins has actually played well. It's just the penalties with him, but he's, his coverage has been good. Uh, I don't know if he'll be back. We're recording this before the injury reports come out. So, you know, we'll see how that turns out. But uh, yeah, I mean, that, the eyes have been so – I mean, what's so frustrating about the secondary is they're pretty much healthy, and it's not like they're lacking physical ability. It's just all been, like, stuff you're supposed to cover in training camp. Like, mental. where your eyes go, just all mental, man. And it's like, – we expected maybe the defenses to, to be a step back because of the type of the season. But, like, we all harped on, like, this unit's been together. Like it's yeah. it's not. It, it it's means a nothing. Unit. <laughs> it means fucking nothing. None of that shit matter, man. That shit don't mean nothing. Uh, and to be fair, like defenses are struggling around the league, but yeah, it's like it Kansas City. Kansas City starting to pull their defense together. Uh, you know, uh, I mean, you start to see defenses come together a little bit. It's like okay, it's time for the Saints defense to kind of wake up, and we saw the defensive line kind of wake up against the Chargers, and right. Know what they could be is if you could get the secondary to do it at the same damn time oh. as the defensive line, then you got something. Uh, so to answer Miguel's my question, my question about the buy couldn't prove. I, I think that just depends on Dennis Allen. Like, yeah. is is he going to simplify it? And he's like, okay, obviously, if, does he look at it and say this shit ain't working? Like, so let's do what that has proven that's worked for us as a defense secondary wise. And we're just going to stick with that. I don't know. Like, man, but it's like, damn, I mean, I'm reading like Nick Underhill. It's like Lattimore, he's giving up like a 130 quarterback rating in man and a 120 in zone. It's like, what works? I don't know what works. Like, <laughs> Please like help. That. Like man, like man coverage, that's supposed to be your bread and butter. Like it's so I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, like we have no clue. Um, so let me um, let me let me read this next question. Also by one of our, our listeners, uh at Bajon L B. me and me and Bajon have a lot of similar music taste. So shout out to Bajon. So he says on a so he asks us, so it's a, it's another secondary question. So that seems to be the theme. Scale of one to ten, how confident are you in the secondary turning it around? Um, the slow starts are the slow starts are their thing, but this feels different. Um, and but also they they have too much talent to keep being this bad, right? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Do they have too much talent to like? 
that that's a that I, like I hate this word like that, but that's a that's a legitimate question. Like, is it? Do they have too much talent? Have we? I don't to some degree maybe overrated their talent, or is it? I don't know. It's it, I don't know, man. So on a scale it's of one hard, to ten, it's hard to play great every year, every every game, every year. It's just hard. So yeah, on a scale of one to ten, what you got? And confidence in them turning it around. I'm gonna say a six. Yeah, yeah, I'm <laughs> the same way. I'm loving a six because you know I'm not I'm not all Debbie Downer because like you say like they are talented man like they are talented like it's not like they're slow it's not like they can't cover we know Mel, uh, Marshawn Lattimore can cover we know Malcolm Jenkins can you know make plays and and get in good spots we know uh we know Marcus Williams does have good range and can, you know, get to spots real quick. We've seen it, like we've seen it. So I am leaning towards confident that they can turn around, but you just have to look at what they put on film and they just hadn't put it on film yet this year. Like this ain't. This is like, I know that when opposing offensive and offensive coordinators or a head coach that's an offensive coordinator, they pull up the Saints defensive snaps in the secondary and they are gitsy thinking of how. And that's that's oh, yeah. that's that's scary, and that's that's not how you want your secondary to be. Um, so there's another question that I will answer in, in the preview because it kind of ties into into the preview as well. I feel like I would be remiss if I didn't talk about the the spree that the Saints head coach Sean Payton went on in terms of his blocks, his his account is is locked and protected now. I'm blocked. Uh, Eric, shout out to who that homo blocked. <laughs> oh man, I'm not blocked. I don't know why. I mean, I've, I've added him for plenty of the years, but did something and, happen? Like I, I wasn't, I wasn't really on Twitter that much this weekend. So like, what, the only that? thing I can think of is that because I'm trying to think like, what was the last thing I actually like sent to Sean where I added him? And I think it was me telling him to like shoot like Wade Phillips with DM. Like that's that. that. <laughs> or maybe he was just so t- like maybe during the bye week he just went through like his mentions and he just yeah. got tired of me like bringing up Patrick Mahomes and he was just like you know what <laughs> blocked like tired of you get out of here I don't know but. Uh, I am blocked by the Saints head coach on Twitter, and this is a hashtag Saints Twitter podcast, so I feel like that's a little ironic. Um, okay, so let's let's get into the game. So the Saints come into this game off their by three and two. It's a division opponent, um, potentially like on paper when you looked at, when you looked at this game when the season started, you're like, oh shit, like the Panthers, like they're potentially going to be one of the worst teams in the league. And they've been a surprise. I mean, up to this point in the league, I think they're they're coming down a bit into like more what I think what was expected of them as a team. But they're third in the they're third in the NFC South, um, and like there is no easy opponent for the Saints. Like this team has not shown that they deserve any type of easy quote unquote opponent. Um, yeah. You know, the Panthers, they beat the Chargers. They beat a pretty impressive Cardinals team. 
uh, they beat the Falcons. So right now they're they're three and they're three and three. Yeah, they're three and three. Um, so I don't know what side you want to start on, but like, just what are your general thoughts with the you know going into the game against the Panthers? I mean, I kind of, I kind of had a feeling it would look like a like an eight and eight outfit this season. Uh, I, I kind of I predicted that they'll have like a top ten offense, maybe in yards, not you know total, but just like a lot of yards and fairly productive. You know, I believe in Joe Brady. I mean, say what you want about Teddy, but Teddy, you know, Teddy going to sling it. Hey, he's having I a like, good year, man. He's having a good year. I like I like a lot of the skill position players, even without uh C-Mac. So uh, they're about where I expected them to be a little bit. Um, they're, I think they ranked 15 in uh, football outsiders DVOA, which is about where I kind of expected them, where it's just like, you know, they're just kind of middle of the pack. You don't, one of those teams, if you roll in, you know, if you roll in there thinking, oh, I'm going to roll over this team, you know, they, they're going to get you. You know what I'm saying? You got to prepare for them. Uh, Teddy, he's making some nice throws on the outside, uh, like Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore. Uh, you know, he's uh, he's been pretty good against pressure, actually. He's been getting the ball out pretty quick. I think the more comfortable he gets in that system, I think you're going to see him shine a little more. I, th- I think, I mean, Teddy Bridgewater is playing well, man. And, you know, defensively, they're not very good, but they play, you know, they play hard. You know, they play, you know, kind of play pretty smart for the most part. So, you know, it's just one of those games. I'll never sleep on the Panthers. Like, just as a Saints fan, I don't care who's coaching, who's playing. Like, I'll never sleep on them. You know what I'm saying? Like, Saints got to bring their game. Like, I don't think we ever had an easy game against the Panthers, even though, like, we've pretty much, like, swept them a lot past couple years. Those games still ain't easy. (laughs) No, they've always played the Saints hard. And I know people – People like don't people like I know like the the team to hate as a Saints fan is, is the Falcons, but I've always said like I've I've always hated the Panthers more because in my time of watching the Saints, like I feel like they've been more of a challenge in terms of just their their you know rivals and just absolutely you absolutely. know those those you know that was it that game the Taron Armstead game like his first game he played against the oh, Panthers man. Oh, like. Man. Yeah, <laughs> like they just they just have made like or the game I think was this the first time no it wasn't so this is the time that like we met but like no one knew never mind but the time that we watched the game <laughs> oh yeah um and, where the, and like a ran, and like a random hole in the wall decker shop yes and <laughs> like that that was the game that like they got a the Saints got a blocked field goal. Stefan Anthony runs it fucking back for a touchdown, and they still ended up losing the fucking game at the end, bro. And I, and I remember I was, I was at fucking Louis Armstrong Airport, and the game was still going, and my flight was was about to board, and I'm still trying to like take Pete's at like the sports bar, trying to see, like, so. The Panthers have always just been my my nemesis, so like you said, it's not going to be an easy game. And as I, and I told you this before we start recording, like as a team, even though you look at them talent wise, they don't jump off the screen. They they're playing better than some of their parts. That you know, a lot of that had maybe you know has to do with Matt Rule. Um, and you know, people like the, the players are playing for them. 
You know, they're a very young team. They have a lot of rookies that are a very young team, but they're playing kind of above their heads. Uh, so let's start Let's start on the offensive side of the ball. I feel like we've been ragging the defense pretty hard. Let's start offensively. Uh, this is a game that, God forbid, <laughs> no drama pops off. You should be getting Michael Thomas back. Um, I do think his presence will change – change the offense, you know, in a positive direction. Um, we've been, we've been harping on the offense, but like they've been putting up like 30 plus points. Like it's been a struggle yeah. at times and yeah. it hasn't looked good, but they're still consistently getting the job done. I think MT, uh, MT being back is going to be huge. And something that shout out to D I don't know. I want to say it was maybe something on NFL network that Cam Jordan was doing like a, like an interview and Mike Thomas kind of like, you know, photobombed his interview and and was, you know, being jubilant and playful with, you know, with Cam Jordan. So, and this was after the whole suspension thing and that, or not suspension, whatever the fuck you want to call it. So just to see that and all like all the articles and the drama, kind of like as a Saints fan, that I feel like that should kind of make you take like a little deep breath and like, okay, like Sky isn't falling in regards to Michael Thomas. And I think you ordered it perfectly on Twitter. He loves he loves playing football and he hasn't been able to play it. And so, like, what outlets has he had? He hasn't had any type of outlet. So, right. I think it's going to be huge, you know, to get him involved. Um, a player to look out for defensively when the Saints are on offense is Derek Brown, uh, the the rookie that the Panthers drafted. I I feel like draft Twitter completely just I don't, like I don't. It was one of the. It was one. He was a player that they thought too hard about. Like. Oh, well, yeah. he's not really an athlete, and like, just yeah. just watch just watch the film, man. Watch like, it, man. and like, so he's he's very, he's been very disruptive. So Pete, you know, Pete Ruiz, you know, gonna have his hands full with them, um, and even like they just they don't have a lot of quote unquote talent, um, but they 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 fly to the football and everything that they're that the Saints are gonna get offensively, the Panthers are gonna make them work for. Yeah, and uh, I mean Derek Brown. They really need to keep an eye on him. I was look, I kept an eye on him um, last weekend when they played. Uh, who did they play? They lost to. They lost to the Bears. Lost to the Bears, but even you know, even in that loss, Derek Brown, he was Dis- disruptive. He was, he was disruptive as hell, and we know how the Saints' offense does when you know interior with the interior pressure. Uh-oh. So yeah, so I mean it, you know. Pete, you know, man, Pete, 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 Pete. <laughs> it's a big boy pass on, boy. We'll be running the Reds and Canes, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, Renin, bruh. Yeah, I mean, so, but, you know, it, it, it looks like the type of defense that the Saints offense should do well with their, you know, Ooh. the precision and, you know, 15, you know, 10 yards, 15 yards, Elvin Kamara, you know, they should be able to have a good day on offense. Like, they, they should, should have they should. They should and, be and, able to. And even if it's like a death by thousand cuts type of, and I, and like, I think that's the type of defense that the Panthers have where you can methodically move the drive down the field, down them. It mm-hmm. should be a, it should be a big Alvin Kamara day. I believe I saw. I mean, I don't know. Again, we're doing we're we're, tape, we're taping this before the the injury report came out. Uh, I know I saw that Brian 
Burns, the rookie that they drafted last year, our really good young edge rusher got hurt against the Bears last game. So I don't know if he's, you know, I don't know what his injury status is. Um, in terms of the secondary, so, you know, people went to LSU, so the Panthers do have Dante Jackson. They have Jeremy Chen, um, who they're very young good player for them plays kind of similar to kind of Buda Baker, obviously not as good as Buda Baker of the, of the, of the Cardinals, but just in how they play the game, it's very similar and just, you know, being close to the box and making plays all over the field in the secondary. Um, my, my question is not my question, but if we, if we just look at it, this is the first time that they've, the saints on offense have been fully healthy potentially since week one. So you have Mike Thomas, you have Emmanuel Sanders, you have, Traquan, who stepped up big time. And then you had the way I, I look at optim, optimistically is that Sean had a buy. He had time to like retool, you know, the offensive bit. And then you kind of roll your ball out. You have AKs playing like one of the best non quarterbacks in the league. You have Mike Tom. And so in the time in between, Drew and Emmanuel has improved. Like as long as the offensive line is protecting drew decently like the, the offense and i'm not saying it's going to be 2011 you know th- those things are long gone but the offense should be able to to do well um yes. on sunday like to me like there's no excuses why the offense shouldn't play well on sunday really no excuses like they really should come out it should be a good you know 30 point game where they just it's never gonna be i, I refuse i think you have to throw out your mind that it's going to be easy Yes. For the Saints offense. Like it's it's gonna be kind of methodical. And when when you have methodical offense like that, there's mistakes. So I mean, you know, you're gonna have you're gonna end up in third and nine sometimes. And third and nine is a ooh, it's a tough completion. <laughs> it's and it's so crazy because like I remember when third and nines were like like not cake, but like it they cake, didn't... but it was like, you know, third and Sneed. it was it was third and Sneed or it was third and Mike Thomas, you know what I'm saying? It was like, let's go, you know. Um yeah, it's just it may and I don't maybe during the bye, do you think maybe Sean like maybe either figures out like what Taysom's role is really on the team? I, I think so. I think I think they're really gonna try to figure that out. It's it's so hard as like you know, do you keep trying to force it and make it work to kind of to kind of get it rolling, or do you just take a step back and try to you know just try to table it for a while? I think Sean Payton just wants to he, like Taysom is a part of the offense now, so he's going to try to do some things with Taysom, and you just got to hope because it's just kind of, a lot of it's been a bad luck, like just. It's like bad luck, you know what I'm saying? Some of it's been focused on Taysom, Taysom's part. I mean, they just need to get something working with Taysom, you know, just to kind of get that mojo back. So I think I think you're going to see a concerted effort to kind of get that get that going. It, the question is when, because like damn, like man, like don't do it when Drew cooking and it's like okay, the offense looking good, and then you bring in Taysom. And why? You know, like <laughs> like why? You know stop! Like <laughs> that makes no sense, bro. Um. Any any matchups, you know, in terms of things, you know, uh, you know, the, the the linebackers for the Panthers isn't great. I do expect, like, in terms of, like, if, you know, when they go, if the Saints are splitting out Alvin, I do think you're going to see Shaq Thompson kind of trying to, yeah. you know, yeah. keep up with, you know, with Alvin. 
Um, but like, so their, their linebackers are Shaq Thompson, uh, Tierra Whitehead. Um, and again, like, like they're just a team that like you say, they're talented. I will say it's a, a, a sneaky good player for the Panthers. And he seems like he seems to be around the ball a lot. And he makes, I've seen him make a lot of interception is Trey Boston, which is who's their free yeah. safety. Um, yeah. So Drew, Drew needs to be careful. You know, if he's throwing kind of those deeper shots, uh, Trey Boston is a good player. He, you know, he has, has he'll, he'll pick it. So, but I, to me, offense got offense got to put up like at least thirty. Like this should be yeah. a game where they should put up thirty, not easily, but be able to put up thirty points um, and get all your weapons involved. Like you should, they should have all their weapons at their disposal for the first time since week one. If everyone's healthy, Jericho's healthy, everyone's playing, like they, they should be able to come out and hopefully um, take advantage of a lot of matchups that they have on the, when they're on offense. Right. And it looks like uh, Ty Montgomery, I don't know if he's on an active roster. I think he was on IR. Pup. Yeah. So they brought him off Pup, I believe. I mean, off IR. So I don't know if, I don't know what they're going to do with him. I wouldn't expect to see him. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, I'm not really, I don't, None of the matchups really stand out to me. It just, you just, we just, I think we're all craving to just see a nice, clean offensive game from the Saints, which, also, you know, we also get Callaway involved more. Like, he, I don't yeah. know. He's, I saw yeah. enough, Ryan. I saw enough. Yeah. He's a I player, agree. man. Yeah, I agree. Like, do something, you know, and end around, you know, whatever. But he, he was, like, he made some big catches. Yeah, and it, so that that, that, body type? that tells me that Nine has trust in him. Oh yeah, and I, and I listened to the uh, you know the post game presser, and you could just tell when Drew Brees kind of point to point a guy out, he was like, you know, Callaway, you know, he makes huge huge plays for us. We you know really like what we're seeing out of him. So you know he has Nine's attention. So that's really all you need. So he just needs to. It'll be interesting to see how. Uh, I don't know. Like I said, we haven't seen the injury report uh, yet, but where Deontay Harris is, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because they were trying to integrate him more into the wide receiver role, and he is like the fastest guy on offense right now. Yes. And I mean, even if he's not catching the ball, he, you know, that makes an impact. Someone that could, you know, just separate the safety, keep a safety in his eye split. Just, just using him in ghost motion, like yeah, it just... it. it, it it's it's important, so hopefully they get him back. Uh, but you know, on top of that, you got him on special teams. You got him and Marcus Callaway, who you know he wasn't a Deontay Harris like as far as like breaking things open, you know, for touchdowns. But he was good. It's so funny. It's it, he was. Although I kept thinking, man, if that was Deontay in some of these returns, oh, yeah. he would have housed at least three bitches, three of them oh, bitches, because the Chargers return unit was. Trash. <laughs> I think you'll probably see uh, Callaway more on kickoffs and uh, Deontay Harris on point returns because I think uh, Callaway, I just think the way he runs and moves, I think he'll be better on kickoffs and yes. Harris Harris on the punt return, man. He's the most dangerous dude in the league. Yes, easily. Um, so let's flip it over <laughs> to everyone's favorite defense right now. Um, the Pan- When the Panthers are on offense, so it sounds like that C-Mac is going to miss another game. It sounds like, because we know 
we've been through this before. He might get uh, some antler spray Friday night, and he might want to give it a go. I'm, I'm just, we know this story. Um, but if he does not play, that then that means that they they'll have Mike Davis. Uh, Mike Davis has been a really great villain for for C Mac. Um, oh yeah. You know, so he's not, you know, anyone, you know, I'm not saying obviously he's not C Mac, but um, but let's just talk about everyone's biggest concern right now. Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore. Um, I don't I, we'll see if Curtis Samuel played. I know he was uh inactive against uh the Bears for injury issues, so we'll see if Curtis Samuels played. So a question that we we got we got from two people. One was from Miguel, we also got it um from Gucci on on Saints Twitter is who do you who do you put on Robbie Anderson? So I'm gonna I'll let you I'll give let you get your perspective and now I'll, I'll I'll give mine because usually before Robbie Anderson became a Panther when we played the Panthers, Marshawn would be on DJ Moore because that's their number one. He he's typically done pretty well against DJ Moore, mm-hmm. but, but they move him they move him around. They do. And they'll get DJ Moore on PJ Williams or somebody, and it's oh lord, Ooh. oh boy, oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, you know, it depends. You know, the way they run it off is now they move guys around. So, you know, I expect, I would expect, you know, Dennis Allen to kind of play sides. So, I think Lattimore. I don't think he's going to shadow. I think he's going to play his side, and whether it's Robbie Anderson or DJ Moore, I think that's just who he's going to play. And uh, so it's going to be interesting, you know, who we play at nickel. You know, I don't, I don't, I, I'm not confident against, you know, with DJ Moore in the slot. I'm just not that confident with his, you know, Malcolm Jenkins. I know CJ oh. Garner Johnson, he'll do his thing, but whew, I, I don't know. Like, I, I just feel, I, DJ Moore, I think he's going to make some plays, bro. Like, <laughs> Honestly, I just feel like, yeah, I, I mean, and I was thinking, I've been thinking, everyone's kind of talking about Robbie Anderson. The only, so we have an example of, you know, when Marshawn was locked up against Robbie Anderson when he played for for the Jets, what, two years ago, in one of those like later season games, yeah. pretty much completely just erased Robbie Anderson from that game. But I mean, that was when Robbie Anderson was playing for Adam Gates. So like, I yeah. don't hold like, Marshawn had a great game against him. I think Robbie Anderson only had like one or two catches. He didn't have any impact in that game. But um And he's also being used kind of different than he was yes. with the Jets. Yeah. Back back then he was just kind of like a little guy, but now he's he's downfield, he's doing intermediate stuff. He's you know, he's showing that he's a good route runner. So, you know, it, I mean he's he's a he's a dude they're going to keep an eye on, man. I mean, and he has game breaking speed, so he could pop one open and Really, uh, really, uh, hurt you. Yes. Um, the mat. So the key, uh, it, we saw the Saints pass rush come alive against the Chargers. We saw that. Um, and on paper, the Panthers offensive line, if you just look, just go through their names, not great, but they've been playing really well as a unit and pretty much have been protecting pretty well for, for Teddy. I know. Uh, yeah. It wasn't a, it wasn't a great game against the Bears, but this should be a game if you, if that momentum carries over. You have Cam. We we're seeing we see we see what tantalizing talent that two first have. 
And then right now, arguably still the Saints' best pass rusher, Trick or Trey, they should be able to get after Teddy. My thing is, in terms of how Dennis Allen is going to coach, is he going to be coaching zone? Is he going to be running zone? Is he going to be running man? Is we see Teddy, Teddy scrambles. He, he can easily convert first downs. Right. And, you know, especially right. like on third downs when it's like everything else is covered. And he, then that's the bat breaker that he converts, you know, nine yards and then they're, they're moving the chains. So there needs to be a plan that if Teddy's breaking contain, which he is going to do, um, that someone's either spying on him, that he, that that's not a consistent thing that hap- that's happening over and over again. Cause I could just see it where it's third and 11 and third or yeah. whatever, and yeah. everything's covered. And then we're just going like, oh, fuck, like, yeah. of course. They do it. Did they do a four man rush? You know, yep. <laughs> yep. everybody in coverage, man coverage, nobody looking back and, you know. Yep. <laughs> see, <laughs> seen it all too well, bro. Too many times. <laughs> too many times, man. And so, yeah, that's good. that's gonna be a key. Uh, just you know, because he's been willing to run this season, and it's just gonna be one of those things where they need to play really smart. They need to set the edge. You know, stop getting killed on those bootlegs. Oh my god. Um, and they just just pressure the shit out, of Teddy, bro. Like, make life hard for him. Like, make life. Like we know, we know Teddy. We've seen a lot of Teddy. You know, and Teddy, you know, if you start muddying things, he starts, you know, patting that ball a couple of times and, you know, he's going to take his shots, but he can also be indecisive at times too. So you kind of want to force him to think. I think, you know, I know Dennis Allen, he wants to simplify things and maybe he should, but I think Dennis Allen going to try to, you know, mix things up a little bit in the secondary to try to get Teddy to hold on to the ball for another half second or two to get the pressure going. Two firsts, man. Two firsts is key. Like, we've talked about two firsts all summer. All summer, bro. Our criticism has never been has he shown potential to be a good player. No, it's never been the criticism. It's all been about availability. That's it. Like, just the, being available. That's the it. The best ability is your availability. Exactly. <laughs> and just being available and becoming a better player. I mean, the dude played what, like 50, 60 snaps against the Chargers, and he had already he had like like a couple pressures. Yeah, man. Yes. Like, so we we they need that. Like they need that. Uh, I think uh, I think he was I think he was a uh, double teamed like eight of his fifteen pass rush snaps. Like that's huge. That's you know crazy. what I'm saying? That and that allows Cam free to, you know, act a dog. That allows yes. Sheldon Rankins, who had a uh, much better game. Much better game. Come alive. So you need to – and I, I see Shai Tuttle was in and uh, Malcolm Roach was out. That's interesting. And Shuttle was playing well. So, Shai Tuttle, I mean. Uh, so, I mean, it, it'll be interesting. They have a defensive line. So, they need to – they just need to play like they have one, you know. So, it's going to be interesting. I think that's the key. I think – if the defensive line is balling and the secondary can just fix the things that they control, which is just like all mental, all the mental stuff, like the penalties, the the eye, the eye, not you know, bad eyes and all that shit. If they could just fix that stuff, they'll be all right because they have the physical capabilities to play well. So uh, I think that's just that's just gonna be key, and you know, stopping the run 
because you know that dude Davis, man. I'm like, damn, how, he, he he got that Jonathan Stewart number. I'm like, shit, that look like Stewart back there. Like, yeah, yeah man. I'm just, so, I'm just, I'm just tired of the Panthers just having this running backs. It just Don, yeah. Jonathan Stewart, D'Angelo Williams. Christian McCaffrey. I'm just uh, what, what was the fat motherfucker that just drove? Oh, me? oh, uh, Tobert. Tobert. Fuck, fuck. Like, he always, he always, that fat fuck always went <laughs> on. That motherfucker, and he gonna twerk. He always twerking in his own shit. We couldn't stand that nigga. <laughs> you know he was going like a fool, bro. It's like, just, I'm just, I'm but just, at like, least they don't really have like linebackers now because they always had this. Like, yes, it's okay. If they all went to fucking Tampa Bay, but yeah, Tampa Bay, Bay. like, man, <laughs> don't, don't get me started, bro. We cannot have a, we cannot be in the vision. Like Demario the dog. I don't. I mean, I, I, I don't know where Anzalone is as a player. As I mean, he's playing fine. Um, okay. I guess, but like he's not doing anything that's gonna like, like are you signing him to like a second contract right now? My, no. my man Kiko, my man Kiko coming off pup. So okay, well he might give us a game or two before he <laughs> might be back on that motherfucker. Um, <laughs> just saying. Um, man, man, I'm looking at Denver, man. Your boy uh, Chicolo, he just making sacks and shit. I'm like, damn. Come on, man. He couldn't get on the field now for us. <laughs> You couldn't oh. get Chicolo, and where ball at? I'm still looking for ball. You know, bro, I, I, every time he got into the game on Monday, like I was trying to tweet, like like I saw like a bird sign, and like, oh, he's in the game. Like, <laughs> that's how sad it is now. Bro. Ah, come on, man, I gotta see more ball this week. Like, maybe on, we had a bye week. We had a. That's what. Thank you for maybe because of the bye, the coaches are like, you know what? We gotta have. We have to have a plan. For this player that we drafted in the third round to help our defense right now, it makes I just no want sense. To see it. I just want to see it, man. If he looks garbage, it's like okay, at least I see that he looks garbage. But, but I just want to see it. Yeah, you know right. I mean? Like we, like they put so many players out on the field. Stefan Anthony, uh, like we that we that we like we know that they were garbage. Like Curtis Lofton. Oh, uh, so, like, can we at least just see that he's garbage and then be like, all right. You, we get it. We get it. But, like, man, give us something. Like, we, you can't draft a player like that who's known for being, like, a stud pass rusher out of Wisconsin and not let us see him play a little bit. Like, come on. Especially the way the defense has been playing. Like, at this point, we should be trying to pressure quarterbacks as much as we can. Like, yeah. in every way. Yeah, man. It's uh, – they need it. So they they do the Saints are three and two. It's a huge, it's a big game because you know it's a division game, so it counts like a game and a half, blah blah, blah whatever. But but the Saints, honestly, the, the the I think the Bucks are for real. Like at least their defenses, um, and that defense of, of Tampa Bay is going to help them win a lot of games. The mm-hmm. Saints currently right now have that tiebreaker over Tampa because of that Week One win. We're looking back on it, like that's a, such a huge win that the Saints will have. Huge! Oh my God, that game huge. was huge. Um, so for you, them to for them to do what they did to Green Bay, man, rough. Oh. Um, so the Saints need to win this game against the Panthers to go four and two to continue to have the 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 division lead in the NFC South. Um, like they got they got. I mean, they need to win this game, like. 
Mike Thomas coming back. You're coming off a bye. Uh, the, the Panthers have shown they are a decent team, but talent-wise, the Saints are better talent-wise, but we've said that before on this podcast. We're thinking about the Oakland game. That game completely changed, didn't go the way we expected it yeah. to. Um, so take that out, you know, take it for a grain of salt. But this should be a game that the Saints should win. I'm not going yeah. – no comfortably, none of that, none of that. Like, I don't uh. – that that doesn't exist with this team anymore until they so, can until they can show consistently they just come out and start dominating teams like I no it just doesn't happen. Um, so that said, uh, I did want to have like a little small you know so we're getting kind of in it you know we're what in the twentieth I believe the the trade deadlines like the first week of November like the sixth or seventh or something like that. Uh, any anything that you know you think maybe like because we, we talked about this kind of offline is yeah. like what areas like what player is going to come in that's going to help this team right now like does that player exist i've really been thinking about it man it's, it's so hard to answer because it's like the saints issues you just don't feel like it's so much of a talent thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like we said, it's it's internal. It's not external. It's, it's so internal. It's, it's like what player can come in and just come in and just be like super impactful right now? The only player that I potentially think, you know, the only player I keep going to is Ryan Kerrigan. Yeah, me too. Like that—that's it. Like I think he—you bring him in. He's another dog. He can rush the passer really well. Um, you kind of at that point you're alleviating some of the pressure from your secondary. Um, like that's the only player that like leaps out to me. I, I postulated on Twitter earlier. Like, do you think the Texans would? Not, and I wasn't saying this to the Saints. I just just saying kind of saying it like in a general like football vacuum. Like would the you know would the Texans trade JJ Watt at some point just in terms of where their team is, um, but realistically the only player I keep going back to is Ryan Kerrigan of the Washington Football Team. Yeah, yeah, and you know that would be a good move. Shoot, I love I love Ryan Kerrigan. Love would love that. Love. I that. mean, I, want, I wanted to draft him, so I mean, shoot, I'd love to have him. And uh, I mean, then you you. You got trigger trade, and you got Cam and two firsts, and come on, man! Yeah, you, you got a you got a nasty just rotation. Just roll, yeah, just, yeah. just roll. Um, but I, I don't. I just personally, I don't foresee unless there are like some major injuries. I just don't know if they're going to pull it. I don't see any trades happening. Uh, but you never know. I mean, Sean Payton. I mean, they've they've been known to pull a trade. They've, and they, I, they, they and do I, it when when we 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 saw how. Like, you know, they were ready to give up that second in the millisecond for for Clowney. Like that second was yeah. gone. Gone. Oh, it's hot. It's in the pocket. Uh, it's ready. And you it just makes me think, you know, say they, you know, say they win, beat Carolina, they go four and two. But we they know that the perception of where they are as a team, you know, isn't where, you know, they know that they need to be better, right? So and you know, for coaches and front offices don't act in terms of front, like to pers- like perception pressure, but maybe like, I don't know, like maybe like we, you know, we, we, you know, we're number one in the division. We should be better. Like what, who's a player that we can bring in to, to make our team better. 
a player that makes no sense for the team, but in terms of a player, and I feel like if you 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 could just might as well do this with 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 you know uh, Harris is like just throw like a what a six round pick to like Cincinnati for John Ross and just tell him like hey all you're doing is just running clear outs like that's all you're doing <laughs> <laughs> like you have no other role on this team except to clear everything else out thank you that is it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't be a bad idea. Seriously. <laughs> and, you know, someone, speaking of, speaking, going back to the, the Chargers game really quickly, like, I, I want to say maybe it was, you know, James on Saints Twitter, but someone basically said that the reason that that Jared Cook touchdown happened is that the safety didn't think there was a chance that Drew would throw it that far. <laughs> I think that's where we are. I think that's where we are right. in the season. Where like he's like, oh no, he ain't. No, nah, he ain't gonna. Oh wait, shit. That's like, oh damn, that's over my head. <laughs> I really think that's where we are, man. Like, like he's had, he has an advantage now downfield because they just don't think he's going. Yeah. So when he when he get that get it worked up to get that one a game, like that. You know, he got that that one in the chamber. He's like, shit. Like, might be right like now? you remember like the the the, the pumps, like. The, yeah. the shoes you had to pump up, like <laughs> pump up that that right shoulder real quick. Um, my man, well, then we I think we covered it all. We touched bases. Sorry, we had to do this a little earlier. You know, we like to kind of do it when we know potentially what the injury situation is. But just because of my work and my job, like we had to get this out because I have no idea what my my week after the, my couple of days after this looks like. Um, feels like we're gonna be hectic due to work. Um, Anything else, Ryan? Anything else that you know you want to talk about? You want to uh, harp on? No, nah, man. I, I, this is crunch time. I think it. It really. It's not a must-win game, but they really need to get that they, win. They need to be the Panthers. They do, man. Because they okay, do. you got to travel to the Bears, to Chicago, a week after that. And look, I mean, I know we've taken care of Chicago quite a bit the last couple of years, but I don't. Playing in Chicago is just never easy to me. Like, you, yes. I never take it for granted. I don't take Nick Foles for granted. I don't take that defense for granted at all. So it's so it's so crazy though, because like that's the game I can see like they going they going into and it, and this is the super frustrating thing about Sean Payton is yeah. like he knows how to change his game plan yeah. for like the opponent. So like games against Chicago, he's like, oh, we're just gonna go in, we're just gonna fucking dominate on the like run game. It's very John Gruden esque. It's like. John Gruden can like Greg Rosenthal time. Like he's just he has he could put together a plan against certain opponents that's just good. Like it just it just works and he looks like a genius. You know what I'm saying? And Sean Payton's like that. He's better than John Gruden, but he's like that in some ways where like some like he just and he just knows how to like pick the right things and the right plays and he just smokes them. So, you know, hopefully that's the same way against the uh the, the Bears, but you know, they play the Bears, and then after that is you know, Tom Brady and the Bucks again in their place. Ooh, so, ooh, that, this, that, this, that's a this, that's, that's a stretch, you know. This, what I'm saying? Is, this a, is a this is a tough three game stretch, man. Yeah, yeah, and it's a crucial one, too. Like, if they could take care of these three games, I know we're not supposed to look for it, but fuck it, we're not football players, fuck, we can look for it. <laughs> so, you can take care of the Panthers, take care of the Bears. And then take care of the Bucks, like you looking good, man. Bro, you, you sit, good. you sitting at six and two. Yeah, you sitting at six and two. You took out like your main division rival. You you looking good, and you know as far as like 
looking far ahead and like bye week, the only one team can get a bye week. It's still a little dicey because you know, you know, Russell Wilson, you know, he's not looking like he's gonna stop. You know, Green, Green Bay, they took a shot, they took a hit to the chest. We'll see how they do down the stretch. But at least you put yourself in a position to kind of fight mm-hmm. for that. You know what I'm saying? You if you drop some of these games going forward, like these are the games you gotta take care of. Yeah, you, it you gets drop, harder after that. Oh yeah, you drop a couple of these games, you you might be looking trying to get to like the like I mean, not the seventh seed, because you know they if, if as long as they beat Tampa, I feel pretty confident that they'll probably win the like if they sweep Tampa, yeah. I feel pretty confident that they'll win the NFC South. But yeah. if they split with Tampa yeah, see, then it start getting dicey, and then we're in a situation we're in every year where you, <laughs> where you know your scoreboard watching every week. Just, oh, I don't want, I don't want to go through that, man. Cheering for David Blau magic. I'm sitting there watching the Seahawks last year. Oh, come on, man! Like, Rooting for the Seahawks, getting mad that the 49ers didn't get called for a blatant pass interference in the. <laughs> I don't need that in my life, Adam. I don't. <laughs> I don't, bro. <laughs> I don't. Uh, but I think we hit. I think we hit on it all. We might potentially, if I can, if I can get another guest book, we might try to put out another episode this week. But don't hold us to that because again, my schedule is looking crazy busy. Um, but even if even if we don't on Sunday, as always, we're gonna have the the recap show because it's not a prime time game. Uh, the recap will happen, you know, later. Like later in the evening, Sunday evening, what? When usually we're pretty good about getting up that Sunday night, so you'll be up hopefully Sunday night and been ready for the your, your guys' Monday commute. Um, I mean that's it, man. We'll you know, we'll see we'll see what happens. Um, keep keep being on this roller coaster. Um, but I mean I mean look for look I mean look forward to the game. Mike Thomas is back. You know hopefully Sean Payton is tinkered enough with enough things to get the team back on track, and we'll see what happens when they play on Sunday. They're going to have some fans in the building, man. Let's go. Uh, if you're listening to this, if you're going to the game, like, please wear your fucking mask. Like, <laughs> like it is the most, infer- like, like, just just dumb. Like, I, I'm watching college football or whatever, and they, like, they're doing, like, these pan shots to, the like, the crowd. And, like, there's, like, it's, like, people are, like, what's their fucking mask off? Like, I get it. Like, you're at the game, whatever. Just fucking wear your mask. That's it. Like that's that's it. If you're going to a game, wear your mask. That's all. Uh, um. So anyway, we're we're trying to get a bigger social media presence. Uh. So obviously this thing started on on Saints Twitter. That's what we started doing the, the podcast for. Um. But we got, we're trying to get a social presence on on Instagram. So you can follow us on Instagram at Saints Twitter Podcast. Um. Kind of late getting like. As someone who's never had an Instagram, it's been kind of a struggle to figure out Instagram, but I'm slowly getting it down. Um, and then be on the lookout for, I keep, I feel like we keep saying this, like be on the lookout for, for stuff in terms of merchandise and stuff that we have um, in store and, and, and plan for, you know, plan down line to come for, for the podcast. Yes, sir. Uh, so with that, we're going to get out of here. Uh, we'll hope for a Saints win on Sunday. With that, we're out. Peace.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.